Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and I am in a hotel room with Sea Dog VA doing something truly awful. No, he's barged into my hotel room and it's, just said, we're recording the podcast now and that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's just, it is like uncanny. You compare this to the Trash Takes podcast, you yeah. know, backed by a multi-billion dollar company in a two-story <laughs> building with a team of thousands. Hey, hey we built this from the ground up. We, we, we worked very hard on our podcast. And this is just maybe the microphone in a hotel room. And in fact, the last time you were on, we did it in a karaoke booth. Yeah, why can't you just let me film a podcast in like a normal <laughs> situation? I, I the only reason you come on the podcast is when I'm desperate, basically, <laughs> and I because we're desperate, right? We're gonna have the podcast up okay, okay, okay. tomorrow. We're currently cycling, and this is why we're doing it. We're cycling across Hokkaido over the next mm, week. Mm. We are three days into a 700 kilometer cycle. Yeah, I cannot feel my legs, but for the most part, it's been a success, right? Yeah, I mean, so far it's been great, except for today. Today was awful. Today was awful because it of was rain. just raining. We were supposed to have three hours where it wasn't supposed to rain. Mm. And that was a complete lie. We had <laughs> we had 10 minutes and then it started raining and it just did not stop the entire day, which is just, oh, it's just awful when you're trying to live stream it, which mm. I forgot, I haven't even mentioned that to your viewers. So I've been live streaming this whole thing, which has been a challenge upon itself, whereas Chris has been filming it for his channel. Um, yeah, so Connor's streaming it every day on Sea Dog VA on Twitch, and yeah. then there'll be a, an Abroad Japan video probably out in about two weeks. Way more professional and less. Uh, some slick drone shots. Well, but, you know, I, yeah. I, I see the merit in streaming. It's quite dynamic. It's been a lot of fun. We caught Connor falling face first into a bush. <laughs> yeah, if, we, if I didn't have my live stream, we wouldn't have caught that. So, uh, yeah, true. And that's something that I feel like you just wouldn't want to like miss. Like if that if we didn't have that <laughs> oh, on I camera, want to miss that, I'd man. be annoyed if I fell in a bush and it wasn't filmed. I would be very annoyed as well. Yeah, and that was that was good fortune that the, the stream was running then because a few times on this trip the streams cut out because we've been going through very remote, remote kind of yeah. mountain ranges, right? So that's been like my challenge is figuring out where we can go, and that is not easy. Mm. <laughs> I kind of have to look at the cell phone map data online kind of plan out our route. Chris wanted to go along the 
the sea. So we started in Wakanai, which is the most northern point in Hokkaido, and we're gonna finish in Hakodate, 700 kilometers, 500 miles. And you know, the best way to do it is to go along the sea. Well, you say the best way, the, the simplest way I think is to go along the sea. It's route. shorter as well. It's a bit shorter and there's less hills, right? Yeah. But because Connor was like, I want to stream, I need to stream to the masses. They need to yeah. see me in here. Yeah, I think it's a cool day. thing. We had to take the inland route, which is a yeah. little bit more populated and because they've got they've got civilization <laughs> and the internet there. Um, and you know what, I'm quietly glad that we've done that because I think this route inland has been a lot more interesting and eventful than just cycling along yeah. endless coastline of nothing for like two days. Yeah, I mean, even though it's been really tough, we'll say the best thing is maybe the restaurants at the end of the day. We found some really good ones in mm. small towns when we don't get kicked out. That's true. I mean, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But like, we're, we're in Asahikawa at the moment. Mm. Uh, I think the second or third biggest city in Hokkaido after Sapporo and Hakodate. Crazy to think, because you don't really hear much about it. You don't really hear much about Asahikawa. The thing it's known for the most is a zoo and lots and lots of snow and being very cold. And I've only right. driven through here once when I drove to Wakanai with Pete like, one year ago, right? And I kind of thought, what goes on there? What goes on in Asahikawa? And now we know. As a Z. But we, yeah. we, today we've just eaten a lot of yakitori chicken. It's been very, very We've done nice. that every day. We've done that we've every, done that every day. day. Um, but we did it, yeah, we've had a few odd encounters. Mm. I, you know, are they racist or are they just grumpy? <laughs> you can never that's, tell. That's the question. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're not going to make a scene to find out. Uh, <laughs> no. It's like it's a lose-lose. You, you get kicked out, you make a scene, maybe you get a seat, but are you really going to be comfortable there? It's like, no, you just you just kind of politely be like, all right, okay, goodbye. Yeah, I mean, so basically on our first night in Wakanai, the most northern town in Japan, we went into a yakitori restaurant. We poked our mm. head in and we are like, oh, sumasen, yoni no negaishimasu, like four people. And the guy was like, no. I like, is it like basically don't come in? Like shooing us away, really. It was kind of yeah, weird. He's like, yeah, fuck off, basically. To translate it, it's basically, yeah, fuck off. And mm. we were like, oh. And we thought at first, classically, you know, it was, oh, maybe the restaurant's full. But there was a, a window into the restaurant. You could see quite clearly there was two tables on the left of the entrance that were very much empty and it wasn't yeah. busy. And you could tell he just didn't want to serve us. And, and, you know, that happens occasionally because shop owners who don't speak English get kind of nervous just don't about deal dealing with, with foreigners. They don't want to deal with it. And then on the second day, we stayed in a... <laughs> this is awful. ...in a hotel where... That for, we, we tried so fucking hard to find a hotel on the second day of the trip. We were in a town called Nakagawa, I believe. Yeah, Nakagawa. Yeah, literally centre river. There's only one hotel. There's only one place. One hotel within a, about a 50 kilometre radius, and they didn't seem to be very overly happy. Again, I don't know if it was the place, the hotel, the woman. I think it was the woman that's the, the woman in question that was there. <laughs> Oh, it, it was just it was just such a drag well, we walked in we tried to ring them up in a f first to sort of reserve a room yeah and they were very short tempered um, but we so in the end we actually got a, a Japanese friend to ring them up and book the room and it all went smoothly and it went smoothly that time so then we got in there and Connor and I went up to the desk and the woman was like you could just sort of feel the air yeah, of yeah, the room yeah, 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 you know yeah. you can tell when there's a bit of like oh god you know yeah uh, and there was like three of them there and they were just, you, you could tell they, they were just kind of hoping we'd go away. It was like, yeah. we're checking in. We want to have the room key, please. 
Well, we, there was some sort of miscommunication. We thought we, we'd signed all the documents and everything. We'd, you know, done everything. And we thought you would pay on your way out of the hotel. And um, the, the staff sort of had finished with us and they were just sort of going about their business. Wow. We thought, oh, okay, we're done. And we started walking away. <laughs> and then a woman came running out the side door like, no, no, you have to pay now, pay. And we're like, oh, okay, that's no really problem. Really loudly, though. But like, it was just like really odd. It was the way really she, odd. And then when I said, oh, we'll pay together, she was like, together? What? <laughs> it was really weird. But then the, the worst thing was like, well, there was only one room in the hotel available, allegedly. Um, and because we've got a cameraman, uh, Paul, and we've got Ian, the driver, the mm -hmm. legend, the man, the myth, the legend, the project coordinator who comes with us on Journey Across Japan, uh, we <laughs> tried to see if there was another room for them. Mm. Um, and... We were like, oh, is there another room? She's like, no. Chris, Chris gave a really charming story. Yeah, to try I was and like, her. first of all, I said, all oh, the, the hotel's full, right? And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. And I said, you know, I said in Japanese, oh, our two friends, mm. you know, they're in the car park and they've got to drive all the way back to Wakanai yeah. to a hotel room tonight. It's a terrible shame. And there was no <laughs> she sympathy. Say. She just she just looked oh, like okay. oh. I like slapped her in the face. She yeah. looked very like... I don't give a shit. Get I, out of the way. Go away from me. I think it was <laughs> a worth an attempt to be like, you know, is there any chance there's a free room that, you know, that maybe she can't cancel the day off, you know? I, I don't think there's anything wrong in trying to, you know, sympathize and, and uh, explain yeah, that yeah. story. But, you know, this hotel, we'd even, we called like a month in advance. A Japanese friend of ours called a month in advance. And yeah, there was no opening. So then randomly the day before, they had an opening. So we thought, oh, maybe it's worth Maybe there's some wiggle room, right? Yeah. yeah. It was weird. I, it's really strange to hear about a hotel being completely booked a month in advance when it was quite a big hotel in a really quiet area. Really odd. That area was impossibly remote. It was, I mean, you don't go there by accident, that's for sure. It's, you don't go there as a tourist. No, no. So the first three days of the trip, we've gone through some of the most remote parts of Hokkaido and the scenery's been jaw-dropping but it does sort of weigh you down after a while you don't see any convenience stores you don't see any civilization yeah, you don't toilets. see any signs of life I don't mind it but the rain today really made me want it to end and uh, oh, man. Oh, man. as of today now we're in Asahikawa we've got a straight clear shot through the most populated regions of Hokkaido so yeah. there's going to be a lot more civilization weirdly they don't have convenience stores for you know your regular family mart lawson's 7-eleven those convenience yeah. stores don't exist in north hokkaido they've They're got really a few in between yeah they've got a chain called seiko mart and uh they don't have atms as connor found out i've been paying for all the meals on the trip it took two days to find an atm i'm not kidding i i just wonder do these people just take like thousands of dollars out their bank at a time and then just ration it just keep it under the bed. I just yeah, because I, I we I forgot to get money out on day one, so I only had a hundred dollars or Ichimon, and I just couldn't for the life of me get any ATMs. We stopped at so many convenience stores, none of them had ATMs. Very convenient. I had to pay everything, every <laughs> fucking meal. Called, oh, so you know, I could pay reasons. for anything. No it was very sad, and Chris complained. But it was good though. I think. Uh, it's all been going really well. Uh, my main concern was signal. I mean, because obviously when we're live streaming to filming, very different. And the signal in uh, North Hokkaido is not mm. good. But we managed. I think it's been pretty good. How, we've done about uh, 270 just, kilometers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just about yeah, 270 kilometers, exactly. We've raised uh, about $70,000 for... $76,000. $76,000 for the IDF, yeah. the Israeli Defense Force. <laughs> no, stop. It's terrible. Joke. Immune Deficiency Foundation. Immune Deficiency Foundation. A worthy cause. Yeah. The IDF 
Israeli defence force already very well funded. I don't need yeah, that. They don't need any charity money. appeal. The US um, government is helping them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, it's been it's been really amazing seeing people donate yeah. that much money, and that's the power of streaming, right? You know, I I think if it's... this was a YouTube appeal, we would have raised four pound fifty. But because it... it's Twitch, people want to be in on it. They want to be part of the yeah. action. They, they feel I... you know compelled to actually donate, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the struggle and you can sympathize with it a lot more, I feel, as opposed to YouTube where you're like, this is hard. Time lapse. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so I didn't actually... But if you see a guy for eight hours in the rain just going up a, a horrible mm. hill, it's like, you know, you can you can really sympathize with that. I mean, even when I was cycling in the rain, I was like, yeah, I remember what it felt like to not be in the rain <laughs> and to not have to experience this. It's like, I don't know, and it brings everyone together. You know, you're watching the journey. It's like... Almost it's not, I'm not really doing anything. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm just a kind of progress vehicle that people can kind of join onto and kind of, all right, get behind and have something to root for for a week. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love it when there's an event going on all week that I can tune into every day. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it's been fantastic in that regard. But like, as Connor said, the, there is a struggle there. Like yesterday, in terms of incline and altitude, oh, we cycled awful. 707 meters, you know, which is insane when you try to picture that. Uh, uphill, you, uphill, not total. Yeah, uphill, yeah. <laughs> it's insane to imagine people, people <laughs> cycled yeah, 700 meters. The altitude that we cycled up to is 707 meters. So the altitude of, say, the Tokyo Sky Tree or yeah. One World Trade Center. That's zero as well. Yeah. yeah, so you picture like, the Tokyo Sky Tree, the World Trade Center, and that's how high we cycled upwards. That's kind of a terrifying thing to imagine. Do, do you feel like you're getting more used to the uphills? I feel like slowly I'm getting better at dealing with them. I don't yeah, find them as daunting. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm curious, curious in a sort of anthropological way <laughs> this trip of like what this is going to do to, to body. my body. You know, <laughs> when, I, when I weighed myself at the start of this trip, I was 84 0.5 kilograms. I weighed myself at the morning before the trip, right? Yeah. And I'll weigh myself the morning uh, after the last day of the trip. And it'll be interesting to see what the difference is. Um, I do suspect, though, I probably built a lot of leg muscle oh, this definitely. time or toned a lot of muscle. You've, um, you've absolutely, like, put your legs through the ring. I mean, you're... It's crazy to think that we wake up, we have about an hour to relax, you know, get ready. Relax. Yeah, There's no relaxation on this bloody we, we've trip. About, yeah, we've about an hour to just get ready to go. And then for eight hours, our legs are just permanently working. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, even then, and it's mentally taxing because you've got to worry about the video, you've got to worry about the live stream. It's a mm. lot. Yesterday was the most physically difficult day. Oh, yeah. Today was the most mentally difficult day because oh, of the rain and whatnot. But yeah, no, my legs. They are very stiff and sore, and they're practically begging for a day off, a day that we do not have from this trip. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Well, originally we uh, maybe you planned to add a day rest, but then we we decided to make one of the other days a lot easier. Yeah, we we did consider having a day off during this trip, but we're not now. And I but I also think it's more exciting to do it consecutive days as well. Yeah, and I'm 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 glad that we're on our third day, going to our fourth day now, and my legs still operate normally. Yeah. They are very stiff though. I I feel like it's just a pain you get used to, right? You just have to power mm. through it and. The first 10 minutes of the cycle every day is kind of rough, but yeah. after that, once you're warmed up, you're going. Well, one thing, become a machine. one thing I found was uh, on the first two days of the trip, my legs just above my kneecap really bloody hurt. <laughs> and then I found my seat was a little bit too low and I, I made my seat about one centimeter higher and the game changed. My, the pain went away. So make sure your seat's the right height. Don't be a moron like me. <laughs> it's hard also. to tell though. because it, It's hard to know the exact sweet spot, right? I don't really know. I mean, you got yours measured at the store, right? Mm. So they presumably went, here's how, you know, your your human biology, this is the perfect seat height for you. But, but obviously then, it but wasn't, then, right? But then, no, no, it was. And then I moved the seat when I had to pack oh. it into a, uh, a bag. Because we, we flew to Hokkaido, right? So I had to oh put the bicycle God, in a bag. We could do a whole podcast just figuring out how the hell to transport the bike <laughs> on a plane. Yeah. My God. It wasn't fun, what a nightmare trying to get a bike. And also, we get to do it on the way back on the Shinkansen. So, yeah, if you do want to come to Japan and bike, it is possible to take your bike on, on trains, on planes, wherever mm. you want to. It is just a massive hassle. Yeah, I mean, I carried onto the Shinkansen. I think I hit someone around the back of the head. No! It was, no. The bike's like a meter long. I swung it around and slapped someone like No! Uh, I mean, your, your bike package is smaller than mine. Mine, because oh, oh, you. What is a top trump yeah, I'm just saying, bike I, bike. I, okay, yours. So I presumed that you'd do the same thing. So when I bought my bike at the store, I was like, "Hey, I don't want to take the back wheel off because this seems like a pain in the ass." Mm. Is there any bags that can fit? Say, if I were to just take the front wheel <laughs> off, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we have those. Those are like the biggest size." But then, like when I turned up to the airport, mine was like a Frankenstein-looking. <laughs> 
It was like you could clearly see it was a bike and it was all sticking out. It was all like, oh, what have I done? This is a mess. But Chris is all really neatly packaged. I'm very neat, tidy, and perfect. I was really impressed that you you said you did it on your own, which I don't believe. But I did do it on my own. I'm I, I'm it, shocked. It was that. a two hour struggle when I did it on my own. I'm I'm really impressed. That's that's more impressive than I was, you cycling I mean, 700 kilometers. I packed it in my studio and I was just sitting there swearing for two hours, like <laughs> It was a sight to behold. Do you think you could put it back together without Ian? I uh, yeah, I do. I don't think I could I put I could the back wheel back on. I, I, I used to cycle a lot, but I haven't done it in so long, and I never ever took the back wheel off because mm. I was always scared of the gears. So I don't, never tried. Maybe I should one day learn learn the true bicycle skills. <laughs> but I do think bicycle is the best way to see Japan. Oh, for sure. You get to take it in at just the right speed. Walk it, it's too slow. Drive it, you miss it all. Bike, oh, yeah. you get to really soak in all the little towns and villages along the way. Um, yeah. I mean, I did a road trip from the very bottom of Japan to the very top of Japan. With yeah, trash did, yeah, yeah, It's not out yet. But that was nine, nine, nine days of traveling from the very, very, very bottom to the very, very top. And yeah, we just blasted through it. Mm. And like, you know, obviously sometimes you got to stay in a really nice restaurant or a really nice hotel, but you didn't really get to see anything. Absolutely. And I feel like, uh, you know, when we landed in Wakana, I was like, wow, it's green and luscious and nice. <laughs> and I remember it not looking like this. It looked really old and musky and grey. And it was just a completely different vibe during summer. Kind of feels like the northern parts of Japan come alive during the summer. Oh, they do. I mean, we both came here in the winter. You came here in March, right, this year? April. Oh, April. But Jesus. we were still like, there was nothing. There was I... no plants, no greenery, nothing. When I came up this part of the world... I, it was, I think, February last year with Pete. We did the, the, oh, the wow. big drives to Wakanai. It was blizzards galore. Oh my and God. interestingly, Wakanai just felt like, you know, Siberia. Because as you're driving along the coastline, there's just like icebergs. And oh, the, yeah. the sea is actually frozen, which I've never seen before in Japan. Mm -hmm. right? um, so it is like night and day. I didn't know they could have like trees and greenery and scenery and fun up here. It's very European-esque. It does, yeah. The, 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 it's basically like Europe here. And yeah. that's what Hokkaido is known for. And we unfortunately, we get to miss a lot of the great scenery in central Hokkaido. Because if we cycled that way, we would die cycling through the mountains. Well, we'd just never get anywhere. We it's would like just what, die. What route do you reasonably take? Just the mountains of hell. Yeah, I think we got really... It made the 707 metre incline look like a tea park <laughs> if we went that way, unfortunately. It is crazy because like, you drive some of these roads and you just don't think twice about it being uphill. And then when you're cycling some of these really, really long stretches of uphill... Talking like, you know, like two to four kilometers just uphill. You're like, okay, yeah, this is not fun. This is really stupid. And I hate this and I want to die. The slightest incline, it gets very difficult. But do you think we can finish the cycle? We've got, how yeah. many days? We've got five days left, six days left. I don't even know. I, I genuinely think the biggest thing stopping my motivation from doing any of the cycling is just the rain. If there's no rain, I can, I, I'm happy to stay out all day and cycle. Sure. Uh, but the rain at, at points was just unbearable. You get cold as well, really cold. Yeah, particularly today. I think my main concern is just getting some injury from falling off the bike, as, as Connor so recklessly <laughs> nah, right, demonstrated right. yesterday with his ninja tactics rolling, rolling into a field. I, I worry that that will be my downfall, like falling off the bike, breaking something, twisting something. I mean, you're keeping your hands on the bike. I, it was my fault. I There was a big rock. I should have looked at the ground, saw all the rocks. I took one of my hands <laughs> off the bike 
And you know, when you, I'm sure you had it today, sometimes you hit rocks and your bike does not like it. It Because you know, these road bikes have mm. really thin tires. A big stone can really mess up your bike. Mm. So I think as long as you keep both hands on bikes, you'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. You won't mess up. How's the trip changed your image of Hokkaido? More race. <laughs> uh, no, it's, oh, no. it's made me want to come back to Hokkaido in summer more. Well, you because you only ever hear about Hokkaido winter, Hokkaido winter, you know. That's true. Such snow festival, this, all that, and skiing. And, and don't get me wrong, I definitely think it is the best in winter. We've been to Hokkaido together twice, right? Both times in winter. We came here for skiing, we came here for... Awful ferry ride that I'd rather forget. Yeah, and that was that was uh, when was that? That was like May or something. But the first time I came was in summer with Natsuki, I think, and that was very yeah, that was fantastic. Like it's a very good summer place, and obviously compared to the rest of Japan, it's slightly cooler. We couldn't do yeah. this cycle no. in mainland no. Japan. We would just no, be no, no. a puddle of sweat and death right about now. I did like a seventy k preparation stream where I cycled seventy k. And I was just drenched. Absolutely. It was, it was just disgusting. Like, also, all the equipment overheated. Oh, shit. Because that, that, you know, going from 20 to 30 degrees is a complete game changer for electronics. I mean, we're talking, yeah, we're talking a 10 degrees Celsius With temperature humidity. difference, right? And the humidity is the real killer. There's no humidity up here right now. It's amazing. No, no. So, Hokkaido, perfect kind of summer escape. Genuinely, I, I think if you're. I, I hate to th say it because I kind of want to go to Hokkaido all year round. Mm. I want to go in the winter and I also want to go in the summer. And it's like, all right, Getting well, greedy. I, I, I just think Hokkaido is an amazing place. Mm. And, and when I thought about this cycling thing, I when I introduced the idea to Chris, I was like, I think it's got to be Hokkaido. I mean, it's just mm. like my favorite place. I think it's one of the best prefectures in Japan. I just feel like it's got such a good cultural identity as well. So much food, so much amazing drink. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything about Hokkaido is just generally amazing. It's, it's very unique, it's perfect oh, yeah. in Japan. And we still haven't ran into any bears on, on this trip. Well, yeah, you brought bear spray in preparation, which I we think is to, overkill. Really. No, no, you have to, really. No, it's not overkill. I we think it's overkill. We're not going to see bears. Assumedly, you're assuming that the bears immediately want to attack you as well. Why would they? No, I don't think they do, but I think it's good to be prepared in case one jumps out. Literally so. just last week... A, a brown bear was caught oh, tearing up a car. What do, you, what do you subscribe to, like, bear Twitter? Where are you finding all this stuff? I, I, a bear's going to come out now, and you're, there's going to be a moment when you're like, Chris, the bear spray! And no! he's going to be in your, in your bag, and he's not going to know how to use it. And I'll be fumbling around. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm going to die. And he'll get, and he'll die. Oh, just, I'll just this leave will a, This will be a poorly aged podcast. I'm leaving my fucking bear spray in the bag now. <laughs> But the bear spray we've got is made by, I think, some American guy. And there's a photo of his face on the can where he's been mauled in the face Fantastic. by a bear. Wow, lovely. And he, like, swore revenge. Oh, great. And made the most effective bear spray on the planet. Oh, my God. It's like pepper spray I feel bad. I'd feel bad. I know. Yeah, I know. no, I would feel I bad. I know that, like, the bear, the bear wouldn't feel bad about killing me. So I no. shouldn't feel bad about pepper spraying the bear. But something like the idea of just, just spraying No, I don't animal, disagree. I don't know. I feel sad. I wouldn't want to either. I'd rather just try and outrun it. <laughs> Outside, I, I would love to watch that on my GoPro. That would be a good, uh, a good incentive for the stream. Ten more dollars, and I'll and I'll run this bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh. a, you know how like the outrun games you put you to get to the checkpoint to keep the time going to escape the bear. Yeah, to escape the bear. That was it. That'd be good. Well, hopefully, we will. I, I don't even know if I want to run into one or not. If no, we, of course if you don't. Kind of interesting to do it from a distance. Your GoPro won't be on, so it won't matter. You're I'll be <laughs> fumbling in the bag trying to get the camera out. Because Chris doesn't keep his GoPro on. 
I don't. I don't keep my camera. I like to keep my camera running at all times. Well, I like to think of my editor and the hell that... Uh, yeah, I guess I hate my editor. I guess <laughs> my, I, we put our editors through hell. Poor old Moodan. You put him through so much hell. I do, I do. But, you know, I mean, you, you catch everything. And it makes for a, a different experience, I think. Well, we've got... 520 kilometers to go or something is that right is that math no you, you no. add it up to about 800 it's about, 400 yeah, it's about 480 left let's make no, it around let's, let's call it a nice round 420 420, 420. I was going to say 500 <laughs> 420 less. but uh, if you're still you know if you've got a free afternoon tune in guys have it on in the background. You might get to see Connor face plant into a road. Mm. That's quality entertainment. But yeah, we normally start about 9am JST. And yeah. if you're watching this from the future, like years from now, I'm sure there'll be a video about it out. So come check it out. Absolutely. And like I said, the Abroad Japan video of this will be out in the next two weeks. And also, we've got a special guest coming as well. Oh, here we Everyone's favourite American Pete. <laughs> Kansas Spectacular. He'll we'll be coming to... Too. Raise our spirits or destroy our spirits. We need we need Pete to help us. Drive us mad. Uh, he'll be joining us. Morale. Yes, he'll be joining us in Sapporo in two days' time. Just stick around for that. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. A shorter podcast than usual, not your average normal podcast. But thank you, Connor, for joining today. Can I sleep now? You can sleep. You, you harass me. It's nine thirty p.m. and I want to sleep. I've cycled all day. But uh, for now, guys, have a great few days. We'll see you right back here, all over again, on the Abroad Japan podcast. Tune in later. Watch the stream tomorrow. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.